to a Hope 103.2 podcast. As followers of Jesus, in whom all things were made, we acknowledge the Darug people as the traditional custodians of the country of where this podcast is recorded. We acknowledge their continuing connection to the land and waters and thank them for protecting this land and its ecosystems since time immemorial. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and future, and we extend that respect to all First Nations peoples listening today. Hope Book Club with Georgia and Simone, because life's just better with a book. Hi, I'm Georgia. And I'm Simone. And welcome to episode 67 of the Hope Book Club podcast, where we chat about books from a hope-filled Christian lens. And we hope this podcast makes you think, makes you laugh, and most of all, makes you read. This episode, Simone, I can't believe it. It is our final one for 2023. I've also been informed by you that we've recently hit our 20th episode together. Did I miss that milestone? Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's about right. Too. I think we both did. I looked back and suddenly went, oh my gosh, we've done 20 episodes together. So good. I think this will be number 21 and it has been such an incredible year. Uh, I have just loved making this podcast with you so much. Um, and it's honestly. It's been incredible. And we do want to say thank you so much to our Hope Book Club community. Like we've grown so much this year. We've had the Facebook group has doubled in size, like almost doubled in size. That was our goal for the year. We wanted, when we took this over, it was about 130 members. And we said, if we can grow this to like 250, 260, that would be amazing. And we're almost there. So thank you. Over a hundred new members and as well as, you know, new listeners to the podcast and all the people we've got to meet during like the live events. Honestly, it's just been such a privilege doing this with you and with all of the book club community. Yeah, I agree. It's been such a, a great way to build community, I think, in a year and especially in the last few months where we've all really quite desperately needed that. I think it's been another really difficult year. Uh, but we've also got to review some incredible books this year. I mean, looking back, um, they've become some of my favourites of the year. We've been able to highlight also uh, just in the last few episodes some incredible local Christian authors, which we would not have been able to do otherwise. And of course, you can't forget the incredible chat that we had with Tim Winton, which was so out of the blue a few months ago. My highlight of the year. So good. Um, You can listen to all of those past episodes. Like we said, there's 20 plus of them just this year. Um, And you can listen to them over the summer break. They're not going anywhere. But this episode, we thought we would bring you some of our favorite reads of the year. We've actually (laughs) given ourselves a big challenge. We have to choose one one book of the year and we read so much that it's just been almost impossible. Uh, But then we're going to take you on a little bit of a tour as well. We're going to bring Hope Book Club on the road around the office to see what some of the people in the Hope Building uh, thought about their reads this year as well. So Simone, let's start with you. I know it is a hard decision. What is your favourite read of the year? It is a really hard decision. And honestly, I just, before I get to my favourite, I do have two very, very, very quick honourable mentions. Of course you because do. <laughs> how, honestly, how can you pick? Uh, so quick honourable mention to both Lessons in Chemistry and One Illumed Thread, which we did review. You can, you yeah, know, both of them. <laughs> both of those books. You can listen to the podcast, but they were very high up there for me. They were amazing. I think my my read of the year, though, was Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. Um, it's, I think, one of the best parts about that book is it's sort of, it's complicated, it's a mystery, but it's sort of more about 
like family members and how they interact with each other and the mysteries and more like the mysteries sort of almost like what's going on in their heads and their lives and and those those miscommunications and those things those small things that can lead to fairly big consequences um and the inter like the dynamics of family um and I just I just really I really loved it I thought it was well written it was really interesting to see from multiple different perspectives Mm. and yeah so that was my book of the the year what about yours first before we get to mine uh would you say that this is a summer read was it a really heavy kind of read was it a little lighter somewhere in the middle um it's probably a little more in the middle uh definitely it's not it's not massively deep or difficult or intense to read, but there are definitely moments and I wouldn't Mm. say it's like really light or fun. Uh, However, if you do want something a little deeper for your summer read, it's a good one. Okay, great. All right. I also have two honourable mentions (laughs) um, because I can't help myself. Um, Number one, which I have mentioned about 25 times in this podcast alone is the book binder of Jericho by Pip Williams. Uh, It was so close to being my book of the year. If you haven't read it, it is absolutely brilliant. It follows uh, the story of two sisters in 1930s Oxford, um, kind of just after the First World War and um, just kind of follows, yeah, women, uh, you know, taking over the jobs of the men and then those men coming back from war and what the consequences of that are. Absolutely brilliant book. Um, It kind of has a companion novel of the Dictionary of Lost Words, if you haven't read that one. Uh, So I highly recommend my second honourable mention, and I don't know if this can even be counted yet because I've actually only read 50 pages of it. (laughs) It's Trent Dalton's new book, which came out two weeks ago. It is called Lola in the Mirror. I am adoring it. I think if I managed to read it in time for this podcast, it probably would have made my number one list, but I I don't think I can in good conscience say it's my favourite book of the year when I've only read 50 pages. But um, if you don't know any of Trent Dalton's work, he does uh, Boy Swallows Universe, uh, All Our Shimmering Skies and Love Stories. He is a former journalist and he's based in Brisbane and he does a lot of like Brisbane-centric books. And this book in particular follows uh, an unnamed teenage girl um, and kind of her journey um, into adulthood and the things that she has to contend with and it kind of follows the the Brisbane criminal kind of underworld and things like that. It, um, quite a heavy book, definitely some heavy themes, but it draws on a lot of the stories that Trent told himself as a journalist, uh, for 18 years. So very, very good so far. Uh, but my number one read of this year, actually one that I read on the 2nd of January this year. Uh, so it was my very first read of the year and it is called Educated by Tara Westover. It is a memoir and she is an incredible, incredible woman. She grew up um, in a big family in the mountains of Idaho and her dad did not believe in public education. Uh, it was like the end of days, very kind of doomsday prep vibes. She worked on his scrap farm and she stewed herbs for her mother who was um, kind of like a makeshift midwife, herbalist kind of person. Um, She did not step foot in a classroom until she was 17 years old. And since then, she just got a taste for learning. And 10 years later, she got a PhD from Cambridge. So it follows her journey from when she was a kid all the way up to that PhD, how she actually managed to get out of Idaho and out of this terribly abusive family, to be honest, and find her own way. Incredible book. Wow. That does sound amazing. Yeah. And I I would say... Again, heavy, but you just, 
you're rooting so hard for Tara to get out of mm. this situation that it's like a really inspiring book. And I read it like last Christmas holiday, so I would say it's a good summer read as well. <laughs> Is it that, that perfect one to kind of delve in during holidays when you don't have to deal with anything else? Like you can kind of focus on it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, that is enough from us. Um, I'm sure we've given you plenty of <laughs> recommendations. Love to take you on a tour around the Hope Building uh, to see what people have loved reading this year. All right. And we enter the – oh, we have our three readers here. Hi, guys. Ali and Celeste from Hope Breakfast and Laura from Hope Afternoons. I'm going to come around to Ali first. Like Hello. I'm very busy and important. Oh, Ali Barnes, I'm so proud of you for reading books this year. One. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm so proud of you for reading book this year. What was your favourite read? It was romantic comedy, which is, wait for it, a romantic comedy. And it was so lovely. I inhaled it in about two days. What did you love about it? Well, it kind of like pulled back the veil on a show like Saturday Night Live. So it was very interesting. And there was love and it was happy. And in the current media cycle, it was good for my soul. So good. We actually review our romantic comedy with Natasha Moore. So if you want to go back uh, and check out that episode, you absolutely can. Thank you, Ali Barnes. So now we're going to come talk to Celeste, who is a very big reader. We discuss books often. So Celeste, mm -hmm. what was your book of the year? Okay, Every Summer After, beautiful romance, also mixed with some humour, kind of reminds you of your first love, a beautiful read, also The Midnight Library. Oh, Midnight Library is on my list. I think that's just jumped way up. So thank you so much for letting us know. All right, and now we go to Laura Bennett, who reads a lot of books for her job, actually. She's currently reading a book for an interview right now. Can I just move some of these pages? Fortuitous timing. All right. I know, and I even look over to your desk and there's like a full stack of books there right now. Yeah. Favourite book of the year? My favourite is a non-fiction that I came across called Out of Sorts by Sarah Bessie. It's about evolving faith and when questions come up in faith, how to think through them. Ooh. And also just some of the, the positive experiences we can have from deep diving into the things we believe and asking, where did that come from? Why do I think that? So that's been a, a standout for me. Okay. What did you take from that? What was like your main kind of learning? I think it was a big thing for everybody that questions are okay, that asking them is good, that thinking about what you think is important, particularly when it comes to faith. Laura Bennett, you so good. So good. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you. I'm here with Elle from Sales. Elle. Good morning. What is your favourite book that you've read this year? Okay, I have two. An overachiever. <laughs> it's only halfway through the year. It's only two. Don't worry. They're not that elaborate. Number one is The Happiest Man on Earth by Eddie Jaku. Jaku. Super easy read, very inspiring. You can get it done in a day. So for people who haven't heard of it, this is a guy that was uh, that survived the Holocaust, correct? Yeah, and, you know, moved to Australia and you follow along his story. It was great, inspirational, easy read. Yeah, I love an easy read. Love. All right, second one? Um, is The Party. Um, it is actually by, let me see, Robin Harding. Um, I enjoyed that one. It's a little... It's a little bit of a oh, thrill is a bit much, but it does have some suspense and it keeps you on your toes just a little bit. I can't do too much on your toes. Okay. I still need to be able to like, you know, sleep at night. So it just has a little bit of spice, not too much, um, enough to keep you hooked. Again, a really easy read. Perfect summer read. Thank you so much. Oh. Pat from our lovely sponsorship department, can you tell us what was your book of the year? 
Mine was, did I ever tell you this by Sam Neill? It was an audio book and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was just light and it was a good insight into his world. That's awesome. And you said audio books. Yes. So was the audio book like sometimes you can get great audio, like the, the person who reads it and sometimes eh, what was this this one like? This was perfect because it was in his voice. It was read by him and it was just perfect. I think I would, I haven't read it, but I think I would enjoy the audio more than reading it. Amazing. Thank you. Okay, we're with Brittany from Community Relations, Book of the Year. Oh, you've even brought a show and tell. I did, I did. Yes, this is the first of four. It just follows four women, different stages of life. It is Christian, wholesome, and it's practical for just daily devotionals and walking with God. So love it. Okay, it's called Sensible Shoes, a story about the spiritual journey by Sharon Garlic-Brown. Is yes, that correct? Correct. Again, well, one of four. Fantastic. So, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So we have David, our Chief Financial Officer, also a massive reader and special guest of the podcast before, so check out his episode. But what are your three, well, I know you have three, what are your books and reads of the year? Well, thanks, Simone. I do like a book or five, but I could only narrow it down to these three. The Glass Ocean by uh, Beatrice Williams, Lauren Willig and Karen White a really interesting story, historical fiction set on the Lusitania uh, in 1915 and then from a descendant of the Lusitania in 2013 and how those stories collide together. Fantastic, really good. The second one, and who doesn't love a Grisham legal thriller? The Boys from Biloxi. Fantastic story about two boys who grew up together, both followed in their father's footsteps. The first one went into his dad's mobster business. Fantastic. And then the second one followed his father into the law and they meet in court and it goes from there. So Grisham can't put him down. And thirdly is a non-fiction book called Black Lives, White Law, an outstanding, hard-hitting, confronting book about how um, our Australian brothers and sisters, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islands, are treated under the law in Australia. It's a confronting read, a tough read, but highly recommended. So that's it. Thanks. Thank you so much. I've just crashed Hope Mornings uh, with Ben McKechn for a little bit of a recommendation from you, your favourite book of the year. Never Let Me Go, which was out, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, yeah. but I only finished it over the weekend and loved it. And it's the kind of book that you cannot say anything about pretty much because it's so deftly written, the central mystery or intrigue of it, that if you say anything about it, you give it all away. <laughs> but it's basically about humanity and us, or is it? And this is by Kazuo Ishiguro, is that yeah. correct? Is that what we've got on the screen over here? I Kazuo don't know. Ishiguro, yeah, fantastic Japanese-born Japanese British writer who wrote The Remains of the Day, which is like a totally different story to this one. Yeah, and a whole bunch of others, Clara and the Sun, all of that, uh, brilliant author. Thank you, Ben. Okay, so we've got uh, Jay, who is our wonderful tech person here, um, also a great reader. So, Jay, what was your book of the year this year? Uh, probably I've had a few cracks at finishing it, but the complete Lord of the Rings saga series. Finally finished that after buying it 10 years ago. Did it live up to the hype? Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I've, I feel like at this point I knew more about Lord of the Rings from memes and videos on the internet than actually having watched or read them. 
Uh, so I made it my mission this year to actually watch them, read them, actually know what was going on. So I guess like for a lot of us who are struggling, although I have read it, but for many who have struggled to kind of push through and actually finish reading it, what's your recommendation like just to get through it? Bite-sized chunks, give yourself other short books to read in between. Sometimes it takes a while. You, you get stuck into it and then you just need a bit of a break and just read something else and then come back to it afterwards. So kind of like watching the films? No. Bite-sized bits, one no. film at a time. Films, you, you start <laughs> Friday night, you start watching the extended edition of Fellowship of the Ring and you don't stop until you finish the end of Return. Like, come on. Very different ways of watching the film. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Well, that just about wraps us up for the year. We will be taking a break until early next year, but rest assured we will be returning with more books in 2024. Over the summer, we actually have a little bit of a cheeky bonus episode with one of the authors whose books we reviewed this year. So make sure to subscribe to get that one in your feeds. That'll be coming out over the next few weeks or so. We'd also love for you to be a part of our community as well. Uh, if you want to stay in touch with what we're doing on the Hope Book Club, you can join our Facebook group. That is going to be active over the summer holidays. Uh, we'd also love this podcast to reach more people. So the way you can do that is to rate, review, subscribe and share this episode with a friend who you think might love it. Until then, stay reading. Have a safe and happy Christmas. We'll catch you next year. Sim, I believe you have a quote to end on. Yeah, so I thought I'd finish the year with the amazing Jane Austen. Uh, she says, I declare after all, there is no enjoyment like reading. How much sooner one tires of anything than a book. When I have a house of my own, I shall be miserable if I have not an excellent library. Three, two. Thanks for listening.